Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And so it was great. So now I think they taped it on a Tuesday and the show airs on Sunday morning. Yeah. And this is 1972, uh, way before DVRs and VCRs and anything else. So, you know, you, you watch the show. If, if you, if you, you saw it, you saw it. If you missed it, you missed it. There was no rewinding, no taping no. or anything. So I get up, it was Easter Sunday morning and I get up and I'm, I'm just, you know, sitting in front of the TV ready to watch myself on TV. And what ended up happening was my, my, my dad and my brother who fought about the war all the time, Got into you know an, an enormous enormous argument that morning, and that was the morning that my that was the day that my brother left home. My brother left home when he was 16 years old, um, and it, you know it was like out of a movie. It really sure. was like out of a movie. You know, my dad. I, 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 I say in the book, my dad was not Archie Bunker. He was a smart guy, yeah. but he's a World War II veteran. But my brother was definitely closer to the meathead <laughs> character. Exactly. He was that radical. Exactly. And so they fought and they fought, and uh, and my brother left and. I remember trying to watch myself on TV amid the screams, not hearing anything, crying because my brother's leaving. And I really, I've never seen the show, and I tried to get a copy of it for years. It's almost impossible to find. But I've never actually seen myself on the show. And, and your mom's on the show, too. And uh, you, you talk about how somebody had made a copy. I think one of the, uh, the daughter, perhaps, of the guy who actually hosted the show has a lot of tapes, so we could never find that one. Well, she did, it wasn't that she couldn't find it. She said that everybody in the world wanted a copy of their show, and she had them stacked in her her house up to the ceiling. None of them are marked, and she's like, I've got a full-time job. I don't have time to watch every videotape and log them and everything. But I think if we all got together, we'd chip in and, uh, and have somebody do it. But, you know, here's the funny thing about that story about the war. You know, you talk about coming full circle. I have a 16-and-a-half-year-old son. Yeah. So just this last week, he sat me down in front of his laptop and turned on the recorder, and he said, I need to um, – interview you for my for my uh my AP Gov class, you know, it's a history class. Sure. And we basically he asked me all about the Vietnam War. What was it like in our house, what happened with my brother. So it was it was really odd that, you know, it came full circle. I'm I'm now doing interviews for my son for his history report. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, yeah, kids luckily are, and they have the capacity to save all this stuff. And uh, you're right that a lot of that stuff, the, the, the first things I ever did on television myself are long lost to the ether. I just hope that, you know, there's this theory that every radio and television wave is out there in outer space and some alien force is going to find them someday. Maybe they could just send us what we need missing from our collection. 
Yeah, you know, listen, there's a lot of stuff that are, you know, the funny thing is, too, you go on eBay now, and, and you have memories of stuff as a kid, right. and then you track it down, and it's not as good as you remember it. Yeah, yeah it's kind of, uh, chemistry sets did have a certain meaning uh, when you were using some of the components to build the little bombs in your backyard. You look at them today, and it's just, rust just doesn't do the same thing for you. We've got to take a little break. We're back with... Uh, they call me Baba Bowie, Gary Delabate, the longtime producer of Howard Stern's show, still the producer. He's out with a paperback, an expanded version of this. Uh, we won't call it an autobiography because we we'll call it a memoir. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Gary about some of his other interests and also uh, just uh, kind of following up on that Lady Gaga comment uh, he made earlier. Uh, are there other people that ought to be on Howard Stern's show that he tries to get on? If they came on, they'd really appreciate the whole Stern universe some more. We'll be back for more right here on Culture Shocks. I'm Barry Lane. Every month, Americans United for Separation of Church and State publishes an award-winning magazine called Church and State. It exposes efforts by the so-called religious right to eat away at the core principles of religious freedom. Should your tax dollars fund expensive private religious schools and cut back funding for your local public schools? Should government bureaucrats get back in the business of writing unity prayers for your children to recite at school? Should we teach good, solid science or replace it with religious messages? about intelligent design? Should special interest groups force your school library to take popular books from the Harry Potter series to Judy Bloom novels off the shelves? These are the issues explored every month in Church and State magazine. To learn more, go to www.au.org. Americans United fights to protect and promote the constitutional principle of church-state separation. For more information, please call us at 1-800-875-3707. Go. It's like nothing else on Earth. From the Romans through the Renaissance, from the Industrial Age to the Space Age, gold has weathered the test of time. For 6,000 years, gold has remained the ultimate store of wealth. According to the World Gold Council and the U.S. Mint, demand is at an all-time high. The stage is being set for the reemergence of gold as the common-sense alternative to a fiat paper currency that gets weaker every day. Midas Resources is proud to offer the hard-hitting report that arms you with the truth you need to protect you and your family from the Fed's plans for your hard-earned money. Don't gamble with your future. Call Midas Resources today and ask for your free copy of As Good As Gold. Call 1-800-686-2237 for the report the Fed hopes you'll never see. As Good As Gold can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. If you have ever thought about owning gold, you must read this report. Call Midas today at 800-686-2237. American gardeners and fellow patriots make the right choice with your money, time, and your family food supply. Choose 100% pure heirloom seeds in the Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com. Why spend more? The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com is only $37.95 and includes 20 varieties of pure, hardy, easy-to-grow heirloom seeds. Yes, only $37.95. That's 70% less than our competitors. You could buy three Survival Seed Vaults for less than one of theirs. The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com. 
Shop includes detailed planting and seed saving instructions and ships same day. Plus, all orders over $49 ship free. MyPatriotSupply.com is American owned by patriots like you, passionate about freedom and preparedness. Call now, 866-229-0927. That's 866-229-0927. Or discover more emergency preparedness items when you order at MyPatriotSupply.com. Choose the original. Choose the survival seed vault at MyPatriotSupply.com. What's better than Mountain House freeze-dried food? Buckets of Mountain House freeze-dried food. Now the freeze-dry guy introduces convenient, easy-to-store Mountain House survival buckets filled with our top-selling items. Each item is sealed in a Mylar-type pouch, and each pouch is neatly packed in clear buckets so you can easily see the contents inside. These Mountain House survival buckets come with well over a 25-year shelf life and are perfect for emergency preparedness, camping, backpacking, or at-home use. Go to freezedryguy.com. Click on freeze-dried foods and choose our 12-month, 6-month, 3-month, 1-month, or 7-day Mountain House Survival Bucket with 32 generous servings starting at just $69.95. And all orders to the lower 48 ship free. Call 866-404-3663 or go to freezedryguy.com. That's 866-404-3663 or go to freezedryguy.com. 100% veteran-owned. The Freeze-Dry Guy. Now back to Culture Shocks with Barry Lynn on the Genesis Communication Network. We're chatting with Gary Delabate, the longtime producer of The Howard Stern Show. His new book, or newly expanded version of his best-selling book, They Call Me Baba Booey, is out. He's going to, in fact, also be on to talk about this and other things on Conan's show tonight, 11 o'clock Eastern Time there on uh, TBS. So, Gary... Uh, you talk in the book about listening to some of the people I, I remember listening to when I was growing up, like Bob Grant, who was certainly, uh, he was Rush Limbaugh before his time, uh, Long John Neville, a guy who thought that flying saucers were everywhere, including in his studio on the average uh, Saturday night. You also were listening to WABC with the top 40 tunes. When did you know for sure this was the medium that you wanted to be a part of? probably didn't know until I went to college. I mean, I was one of those guys who listened to America Top 40. I remember being in classes and talking to people about music, and I would know every song. And I remember yes. a, a girl saying to me, wow, you really listen to a lot of radio. And I, I sort of was like, yeah, I guess I do, but I thought everybody did. <laughs> so I went to college because uh, I went there for, for communications because they didn't have a photography program, and I thought that they were similar. Yeah. And I took a, a, a class called Elementary Radio. And I remember the first day the teacher came out with a boombox, and she said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to not tell you what station I'm putting on. I'm going to put on a station. And based on the music, you have to tell me what station it is. And I just kept, you know, nailing it. And I realized, you know what, maybe maybe this is the right place for me. And so I started working at the college radio station almost the second I got there, and uh, and I really enjoyed it a lot. It's uh, What did you do at the station? 
Well, here's the funny thing. I did. Uh, I was more even all my internships through college and everything. I was more serious. I did news. Yeah. I did internships at a at a radio station on Long Island called WLIR with a guy named Steve North who used to do you know really <laughs> radical left wing news stories sure. about Agent Orange, stories about toxic dumping, you know stories about you know the right wing you know politicians. So. I sort of thought that was my calling. I'm going to be a muckraker. I'm going to go out there and, you know, be that guy. And then I sort of landed with Howard Stern. But, I, but the thing is, I always had that sort of sense of humor as well. So, sure. uh, you know, listen, when you're looking for a job, you, you don't always get the job that you want. And um, I think I'm a lot happier where I am now than I would be if I were doing news. Although news is fun, too. Yeah, it is. And it gets more fun. as uh, we did. I did very little on college radio, but the last year I was there, I did a show that mixed real news with completely phony news. It was called a Croit Report. It was at uh, Dickinson College, this little college out in Pennsylvania. And uh, my, our point of the show was that, you know, you can't believe everything you hear, even if you hear it on the radio. Right. And, but it irritated people no end. And uh, finally we did a kind of a, a hoax involving, it was very tasteless, involving my own death with people talking about what difference it made. Most people said he owed me money, that kind of stuff. It really upset everybody. And uh, the show was... Uh, well, the show was off the air because I was graduating. But, but now, of course, ironically, you look at Fox News or sometimes even MSNBC, and you say, is it truth or is it just the spin? What's, what's real news? What's hard news? And what's just opinion? Uh, we used to know there was a difference. Now, not so much. Well, the lines are totally blurred. We were talking about this, an interesting article in Rolling Stone magazine about Roger Ailes, yeah. how he basically, you know, creates what he wants. And, you know, I mean, you watch Fox News, and at times they're doing serious stuff, and then you watch it, and I was talking about they did a story that was so insanely ridiculous that it was it bordered on parody. But they had found a, a movie uh, from the early 1900s, and it looked as if somebody in the background was holding something up to their ear. So the story was that is that person holding a cell phone, and was that person, in fact, a time traveler? Now, I could laugh at it tongue-in-cheek if it weren't on Fox News, who purports to do a whole bunch of other news that's serious. Like, if I were, you know, if I were on The Onion, I would have appreciated it a lot. But it, the whole thing's just crazy. Yeah. Yes, crazy it is. Um... You have in the book a reverse bucket list. These are the things you never expected that you do. You call yourself a minor celebrity, but you do get recognized all the time. People, I'm sure, uh, bother you on airplanes and air, in airports. Yeah, and all but but here's the difference. I, I, people don't, they don't bother me. People say, hey, I'm a fan of the show, or hey, how you yeah. doing, or, or they just wave or something, as opposed to like Howard or Tom Cruise or something like sure. that. You can't go anywhere. I love being a minor celebrity because it lets me move about freely. I love talking to people, but it's not like it... it, um, it, it, it it's you know it ruins or changes anything in my life. I live you know a life like everybody else. Sure, it's just fun to talk to people. Like on the plane, the stewardess was you know when the, as the plane was landing, she's like, my husband and I listen every day, and I was, thought that was funny because she sort of didn't look the part. But that's a great thing you learn. Nobody looks the part. We have when you said earlier, you 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 are unsure if there's much crossover between our fans and your fans. I would say to you, you'd be very surprised. We have a lot of what I like to call closet listeners. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Absolutely, and I, I said that only in part tongue in cheek well, because we, yeah, I understand. But but but, but the, the answer is I, I do I am a minor celebrity. I'm not a major celebrity. No, no. But I mean, uh, people. I don't know how much you know, if anything, about what I do in the rest of my life. But I'm often involved in a lot of controversial constitutional issues and big lawsuits and all these things. And when people come up to me or they sit next to me on a plane and they do recognize me from Fox or CNN. 
they do want to talk to me. I mean, they want to argue with me usually, and it's it's really debilitating. I don't, I can't imagine. I mean, it happens once every ten trips, but what happens? If it would occur every trip, you literally could get nothing done. They don't ever let you alone, whether they like you or they hate you. I was in Antarctica, or near Antarctica, the, the bottom of Australia, right? You could go further. But look at these little baby penguins running up on the shore. A guy is walking down. You have to buy tickets for this and sit in a grandstand to watch the little penguins come up every night at a predictable time. A guy walks by. He says, Aren't you Barry Lynn? I said, uh, yeah. I said, do you like me or you, do you hate me? He said, I, I hate you, but I'm going to go home back to Chicago and tell everybody that I saw you here and we're damn near in Antarctica. I said, well, well thanks. Do that. But I can't imagine being somebody that everyone would have an opinion about. Listen, I used to live in the same building as Rush Limbaugh, and uh, he's about as diametrically opposed to my politics as can be. And I would see him in the elevator, you know, I'd say a good two to three times a week would be the only one in the elevator. Yeah. I never said a word to him. And, you know, in other words, <laughs> I think it's um, it's it, incredibly egotistical for somebody to come and tell you their opinion um, or to start a debate like that. Yes. You know, like with the rest of them, we're in, we're in where we live. If of I tell course. them, you know, Mr. Limbaugh, I can't stand your politics. You know, okay, fine. What you know? What are we gonna do? Have a big debate in the elevator? Right. If there's a security camera, why it would be on YouTube? It, uh, just, seems, it just seems ridiculous. You know, I, I've, I've had many people walk up to me and say, you know, uh, I, here's a great one. I can't stand you, but my husband's a huge fan. <laughs> and, and, and I go, thank you. I think. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Uh, when we come back, more with Gary Delabate. The book is They Call Me Baba Booey. It's now out in paperback. You can watch him tonight on Conan's show. That's on TBS at 11 o'clock. The new edition has some new material, including his, uh, his trip to Afghanistan. When we come back, we're going to chat with Gary about some of these uh, interviews that he has helped to arrange over the years for uh, Howard. Are there people that really should be on that show that, don't want to go on and and really on the other hand are there any people that get on the show and they really are a total disaster the kind of things where the producer just like our producer wants to take a knitting needle and poke it through their head as the interview is going on we'll be back with gary delabate they call me baba Bowie. they call me barry lynn i'm gonna be right back Every month, Americans United for Separation of Church and State publishes an award-winning magazine called Church and State. It exposes efforts by the so-called religious right to eat away at the core principles of religious freedom. Should your tax dollars fund expensive private religious schools and cut back funding for your local public schools? Should government bureaucrats get back in the business of writing unity prayers for your children to recite at school? Should we teach good, solid science or replace it with religious messages? about intelligent design? Should special interest groups force your school library to take popular books from the Harry Potter series to Judy Bloom novels off the shelves? These are the issues explored every month in Church and State magazine. To learn more, go to www.au.org. Americans United fights to protect and promote the constitutional principle of church-state separation. For more information, please call us at 1-800-875-3707. Preparedness is simple when you have the right stuff. 
And with the looming threat of economic collapse and possible service interruption, it's time to get the best-in-class preparedness stuff at DisasterStuff.com. DisasterStuff.com has been serving smart preppers for over 15 years with quality products like Berkey water filters. DisasterStuff.com is the official Berkey in-stock shipping center. And as always, free shipping on all Berkey products. Stock up on water barrels and accessories. Get Country Living or Wonder Mill grain mills, Excalibur food dehydrators, Tatler reusable canning lids, sun oven solar cookers, EMP bags to protect sensitive electronics, and don't be without your life straw personal water filter, all from DisasterStuff.com. Preparedness is simple with the right stuff from DisasterStuff.com. Freedom through self-reliance and personal responsibility. In a coming-apart world, you need something to keep it tied together. That something is Atwood Rope, the highest quality rope made in the USA from exotic braids for military, rescue, arborists, shipyards, tow line, or boating. Quality rope at affordable prices you and your customers can depend on. Find a dealer or shop online at atwoodrope.net. Enter promo code RADIO to receive 100 feet of 550 paracord free with purchase. Atwood Rope, working to keep the world tied together. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Oh, my aching back. I've got to get some relief for my arthritis. When arthritis pain rears its ugly head, rub on Smooth Gator, the 60-second pain relief. Smooth Gator provides topical relief from head to toe and everywhere in between to stop pain fast. Smooth Gator is made with all natural oils, including wintergreen, aloe vera, and eucalyptus in a safe, non-greasy formula. Rub Smooth Gator on your neck, back, legs, knees, hands, any muscle or joint where pain from arthritis sprains. Strains or backache needs fast 60 second pain relief. Smooth Gator can also be used for allergies, sinuses, fibromyalgia, and rheumatoid arthritis. In the time it took to listen to this message, you could have had relief with Smooth Gator, the 60 second pain relief. Go to smoothgator.com or phone 727-278-3137. Call 727-278-3137 or click smoothgator.com, the 60 second pain relief. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. We are back right here on Culture Shocks. I'm Barry Lynn. We're talking to Gary Delabate, longtime producer of the Howard Stern Show, now on XM Series. He's going to be on Conan's show tonight. The book, They Call Me Baba Booey. By the way, that, that little video I did, that it, uh, it's got thousands of hits already, uh, far more than anything serious that I do. You have to go to YouTube. Easiest thing, just type in Lynn and Ark and Park, three words, and uh, it, it pops up, and it's, uh, it's two minutes long, and you can look at it or ridicule it or whatever. Uh, Gary, um, 
There are only two connections I I have very dimly with uh, Howard Stern. I I just wanted to mention one because there's actually a point to it. When Howard was first fined by the Federal Communications Commission, I was on the Today Show with, a, uh, I guess, the chief lawyer at the time for the Federal Communications Commission. And she was talking about these fines and how important it was, protect the public, protect children, blah, blah, blah. You'd think Howard Stern had performed a sexual act, described it in vivid detail, using every one of the then seven, now seven plus dirty words. And in fact, I just said to her and to whoever the host, I think Katie Couric may have been the host at the time, I said, wait a minute, you have to understand that they want to fine Howard Stern because he was talking about Sherry Lewis's puppet Lamb Chop, whether it was a boy or a girl, and Howard says, well, I think it's a girl because when Sherry Lewis puts her hand in the puppet, it doesn't seem to run into anything. It wasn't much bolder than that. Well, the cameraman, they were actual camera people at the time, not robots, almost drops the camera. The woman from the FCC turns to stone. I mean, but this is the kind of level of ludicrousness that we've come to on broadcast radio and television. Listen, I I thought that whole thing was overblown, and I think that, you know, in the end, it's been proven. I mean, if you see what's on TV now, it's tame compared to what, you know, we were getting fined for. But, you know, I, I always find it interesting that somebody's speaking out on behalf of my children. And now that I'm, now that I'm uh, older and have kids, I <laughs> yeah. see that. So in the town where I live, uh, there's a show on Showtime called The Big C. Yeah. And apparently they were shooting in our town, and they were shooting at our high school. And somebody found out that they did a simulated sex scene under the bleachers. So he went to the Board of Education, started screaming, and he wanted to save our children. <laughs> and I wanted to say to him, my children are fine. Don't don't think that you're speaking on behalf of my children. And it turned out that it, it, it wasn't, in fact, a simulated sex scene. And if it was, you know, the guy who was the mayor of our town said, listen, they sent us a script. Nothing illegal was done. Yep. You know, they have, the, they have the right to shoot what they want. But I, I, it was the first time I realized as a parent, like, I was offended that somebody thought he was defending my kids and speaking for me. And that was pissing me off. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it happens. It just happens all the time. And there may be a difference in what it is that offends people. But you can be sure that the offense is not ever really to them. It's always to the children. Is there, though, a time, Gary, that you ever thought something that Howard did, not that you or I or normal sane people would ever want to censor what goes on, but where you thought the show took a turn that was just too ugly, too bad, you wish you could have taken it back? You know, I get asked that question a lot, and I, I, the answer to me is no. No. Um, and people are like, come on, really? But it, but it is. I mean, you know, wh- listen, when you're doing a live show, you know, you're sort of flying by the seat of your pants, and, and, and uh, um, you know, you're trying to create something uh, on the go. And, and that's sort of the genius of Howard, that he, you know, how quickly he moves in the live environment. But uh, but no, I you know, we... we you know, we have, a, we have a good sense of humor. We're trying sure. to have fun, and I think that most of the people who are on with us understand that. Anybody that you think ought to come on the show, that you can't get to come on the show, but you, you think in your heart of hearts, look, this person, this man, this woman would really love it if they give it a chance. Well, you know, listen, I have a, I have a list of guests, just like every producer sure. does. Sure. I'd love to get Madonna on. Yeah. Although she's been on my list for 20 years, I would have rather have had her on in the early 90s. Right. Um, but it's still, I still think that that would be, you know, people are like, ah, Madonna, it's old. But I'm saying, you know, there's a difference between a Madonna interview and a Madonna Howard interview, and I think that would be interesting. Um, I'd like to get Bill Murray. Bill Murray was on my list for a long time, and then I ended up having a phone call from him since I 
since I wrote the uh, the hardcover. Yeah. But um, I'd like to get him in the studio because we're all such enormous fans, and, and I think he would be interesting live. But, you know, going to what you're saying, I, I'm going to say this to people listening, and go, he's out of his mind, he's out of his mind. I think that Anthony Weiner could benefit from an interview on our show greatly because, yes. you know, everybody says, oh, Howard's going to ask him this, Howard's going to ask him that. But the truth is, is Howard doesn't judge. So he would say, okay, what were you thinking? What was going on? And I think it would be, he would just sort of ask him the honest questions. And I find that when people like that come on our show, Howard manages to bring out the human side of them to, to help them figure out that, they, that, you know, that there is a person there. And, and a lot of people end up, you know, coming on and they go, well, I sort of like that guy because, sure. you know, he was real and he was genuine. And I, I sort of have a sense of who that person is now. Yeah, I, I don't think, I have no doubt that you're right about that. I, I think it's going to be a hard sell to get him there, but I think he would do, if he was willing to be candid, more candid than he's been so far, it would be a terrific interview. I mean, it would be, I think it would probably change his life in a, in a good way because it, it ain't going in a healthy direction down here in Washington. Yeah, whatever's going on isn't helping. He might as well come on and do an honest interview. You know, I, I think there was a period of time where, where you know, uh, we, there was a discussion about O.J. coming on our show, and, yeah. and Howard's like, "Listen, I'll just I'm going to talk to him, and I'm going to say, what about this? What about that?" Sure. I think that you know, coming on the show, you realize that you have to. If you come on the show and you can't be honest, it's going to be a disaster for all involved. Exactly. Exactly. Are there people that you've had on where you do go? This was a disaster because the person wasn't as honest as I expected him or her to be. You know, again, if memory serves me, not really, because I, I think Howard's reputation has gotten to the point where you you know, in other words, people know what they're in store for yeah. when they come in. They know that they're going to have to answer honest questions. So I haven't had anybody really come in and try to stonewall, because you sort of can't do that to Howard. He's, he's very good. He's just like, but I understand, you. Know, but, but what about this, but what about that? Sure. And, you know, and if people say they don't want to talk about stuff, we, again, you know, we have this reputation of, of, of whatever, but if somebody says to me, uh, listen, if Tiger Woods said he wanted to do the show, but he's absolutely not talking about anything, I would probably say, I think I'm going to have to pass on you as a guest then. Sure. Because it would make no sense to have you on our show and not discuss the elephant in the room. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, when you, when you watch some of the interviewers do these things, when a kid rock on, he doesn't want to talk about Pam Anderson, they keep badgering him. He says, I'm not going to talk about it. He doesn't talk about it. They can't convince him to talk about it. And it's kind of a pointless waste of, you know, 15 minutes. Exactly. Well, I remember years ago we went to London and we were supposed to have on uh, a call girl who had been with Prince uh, Andrew. Uh -huh. And then they said, okay, so listen, you know, the day before, listen, she's going to come in, but uh, by the way, she won't talk about Prince Andrew. Hmm. I was like, well, now I'm just interviewing a call girl. What's the point of that? Exactly. So we said, we said okay, then we're just going to pass. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, good, good to pass on those circumstances. Uh, your older brother, uh, one of your two older brothers, died of AIDS. There were a lot of gay jokes uh, on the program. They were on every program, I guess. Um, how sensitive were people after they find out, first, he's gay, and second, he's dying? What Did that change any of the chemistry, even temporarily? No, I think the chemistry of the show was changing before that. You know, again, you get it right on the right on the mark. You know, it, it was the time, and then you know, like everything else, I wouldn't call it political correctness, but you know, you start to find out exactly what exactly. everything means and stuff, and and attitudes change. So, the, you know, the attitude you know towards that whole thing had changed before my brother. But it's interesting, they found out that my brother was gay and dying all at the same time. Right. Right. You know, was, you know I sort of told everybody everything at once. 
And and but you're right. It was a time. I mean, I remember one of the very first radio programs I did was a time that kind of the AIDS crisis was just hitting. The fellow, it was a tr- kind of a tryout for a Crossfire-like program like I later did with, with Pat Buchanan. And, uh, but this guy would not, they wanted, the, the manager of the station wanted to switch microphones in, a, in between the two hours, the two test hours. He would not do that because he said, I'm not going to be close to that microphone because I know, I don't, think Barry's gay, but the way he talks about these people with AIDS, I'm not sure, and I'm not going to sit in front of the same microphone. I have to stay on my side of the table. That's how bad it was in the, in the early 70s. We'll be back with Gary Delavate. They call him Baba Booey. We'll be back. Every month, Americans United for Separation of Church and State publishes an award-winning magazine called Church and State. It exposes efforts by the so-called religious right to eat away at the core principles of religious freedom. Should your tax dollars fund expensive private religious schools and cut back funding for your local public schools? Should government bureaucrats get back in the business of writing unity prayers for your children to recite at school? Should we teach good, solid science or replace it with religious messages? about intelligent design? Should special interest groups force your school library to take popular books from the Harry Potter series to Judy Bloom novels off the shelves? These are the issues explored every month in Church and State magazine. To learn more, go to www.au.org. Americans United fights to protect and promote the constitutional principle of church-state separation. For more information, please call us at 1-800-875-3707. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait, there's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order. Call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. We just had a terrible storm in the east, but we are all still in the eye of the perfect storm. We have the most devastating economic conditions since the Great Depression, America's worst drought in agricultural history, and what about the presidential election? This perfect storm is a huge threat to everyone's food supply. eFoods Direct is preparing for the shortages, and you had better do the same. I can warn you, but I can't feed you. You know that eFoods is the best tasting and safest food on the planet. We all need a bunch of storable and usable food 
from eFoods Direct, none of us wants to be standing in a bread line trading our freedom for food. Anyone who doesn't take control of their uncertain future has to be just a little bit nuts. Go to eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. Starting Thursday, November 22nd at midnight through Monday, November 26th, you can save 25 to 30% on the Black Friday specials. Give the gift of food security. Would you rather prepare six months too early or one day too late? Go to eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. Positive results from satisfied customers of Heart and Body Extract continue to pour into our website, hbextract.com. This is Al from New Jersey. One day I saw your ad for Heart and Body Extract, and it mentioned that it would help me with angina, so I decided to order. I figure I had nothing to lose. Heart and Body Extract supplies your body with everything it needs to balance itself and maintain optimal heart and circulatory health with no negative side effects. I took the formula three times a day as directed, and I kid you not, within four days, my angina pain was completely gone. Order HB Extract by calling 866-295-5305 or online at hbextract.com. That's 866-295-5305 or hbextract.com. I could not believe it actually stopped the pain. Heart and Body Extract actually works. This is just an amazing product. Even the numbness in my hands is completely gone. Heart and Body Extract for a long and healthy life. You're listening to Culture Shocks with Barry Lynn on the Genesis Communication Network. Time producer for Howard Stern. The book is They Call Me Baba Booey. Now I'm paperback with some new mama material in it. Gary, you obviously love your family. That's another incredibly strong connection you have to your kids, to your wife. Does your wife, Mary, listen to the show? Yeah, she listens every day, just about now. Especially, you know, on satellite radio, we have our own channel, so the show yep. rebroadcasts all day long. So, you know, if you miss, so she's got it on most of the day. I, I know that because sometimes I get in her car and I see that it's still on, and I got my kids <laughs> in, and I just change it real quick. <laughs> Does she ever tell you on or off the air, call in and say that's really stupid, or why did you say that to Howard, or any of that? She, she, you know, she would never call in. There have been times I, I would imagine over the years where she's, you know, she'll say something like, you know, you really sounded stupid on the air today, or you guys are just like, you know, you guys just sound like a bunch of goofballs. But, you know, uh, listen, I, I agree with her some days. We do sound like a bunch of goofballs. Yeah, my my, my wife was listening to uh, the thing I, I did with Pat Buchanan on NBC in Alaska, driving over whatever's up there, the tundra, I guess, and there was no cell phone service, but she was so irritated by something that I was saying to Buchanan that she wanted to call in. She's never otherwise uh, paid much attention to whatever I was doing on the radio, but that was kind of a captive audience. It was the only station they could get, just couldn't get the st- cell phone service to straighten me out. Now, a lot of porn actresses come on the show a lot of other beautiful women who are not porn actresses come on the show they're in the studio with you they're in the green room with you does this bother your wife at all no, I mean, listen, I mean, we've been doing this a long time, and, you sure. know, if there's, if there's not a level of trust that it's all over, and she understands. And, you know, i got to be really honest with you. <laughs> None of them are very interested in me. You know, maybe back in the day, <laughs> I, I thought they might have been interested in me, but, you know, I just turned 50. You know, these people are, you know, they're 22- and 23-year-old adult entertainers. But, no, my wife and I, she, she knows that uh, that 
that, you know, they're just there for the show. I mean, we, you know, I tell everybody this, and I want to say this now because I'm not sure if people know, we run a very tight ship yeah. uh, at, at the station. We're very aware, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, porn stores are, are wandering around or people can just go no. to porn stores and start making out with them. We run a very professional organization. Guests come on, I treat every guest the same, whether it's Lady Gaga or an adult entertainer. I treat sure. everybody the same. And so does Howard, which I think is why, you know, why it's so interesting when he has them on to interview them. So we, we, you know, we've been doing the show for a long time, and Howard, you know, it comes from the top. Howard's like, you know, you got to treat people with respect. Of course, of course. And, and I think that comes, that comes through very clearly. When I worked for the American Civil Liberties Union during the time of the Ed Meese Anti-Smut Commission, I would wander around the country and do press conferences and all of that. And I did meet a lot of people in the adult industry, and occasionally, you know, you'd talk, or they'd even call me at home because they'd have some plan, some kind of PR thing they wanted to do with actresses or whatever. And my wife once said to me, just remember, Barry, if you weren't representing their interests, they'd never even speak to you. She's right. That's exactly right. Oh, I find I find with like, you know, this is how, how I do. <laughs> adult adult entertainers, a lot of people in that world. Maybe their reality isn't my reality, but their reality is real to them, and I have to respect that. They're uh, they're people who are living a different life. When my one of my early my daughter's early boyfriends was afraid to come and meet me because he thought I was a libertine instead of a libertarian. I mean, I don't know what he expected to find: bongs all over the house, porn stars in the extra bedrooms. But it turned out, you know, that I just was willing to go with him to see uh, bad Wesley Snipes movies. Unfortunately, that relationship broke up. Well, how do you prepare for something like Conan O'Brien? Uh, what, what do you think about now in the next couple hours as you think about what to say tonight? Well, I did a pre-interview with the producer yesterday, yeah. which is always funny for me because that's you know I'm usually on the other end of it. Sure. And so he's sort of going through a lot of stuff. But I think that I probably am a pretty decent guest on most talk shows sure. because I sort of understand, you know, having been on the other side for so long. So we talked about some stuff that had happened on the show. I have a pretty interesting story. I uh, I ran for uh, uh, to be on the board of Parks and Recreation in my town, and it yes. turned into an enormous, enormous scandal story. People were trying to keep me off the board, you know, people were, and so we're probably going to talk about that a little bit tonight. But you did win, didn't you? I did win. I did win. But, you know, I, this is what I tell everybody. Here's the punchline. Um, you know, 190 people were there that night to vote. And so the, the, after I won, they did a story on the, on the local, uh, on the news station in New York City. So my accountant lived in Long Island, he called me. And he said, hey, I didn't even know you were running. He goes, congratulations. It was a resounding victory. You won 116 to 62. That's amazing. And I said, yeah, Larry, here, here, here's the bottom line, though. Everybody else that ran for anything that night ran, won 190 to nothing. <laughs> I was the only person who got any negative votes that night. And I was the only person who got any negative votes. Usually it might be like a, you know, 187 to 3. Sure. You irritated two or three of people. Of course. But Possibility of higher office ever cross your mind? I love politics. You know, I'm a political junkie, and uh, I thought the whole thing was sort of fun. So I would consider the idea of, you know, running for like a more local office or something like that. How about the Republican presidential nomination? Because if you announce today, your numbers possibly could go way up in the next couple of days, and you get invited <laughs> to the CNN debate in New Hampshire to be aired on Monday night. Yeah, but I never get to say anything because I'd be 17th, you know, to be asked a question. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Actually, there's a lot of controversy about this because Gary Johnson, who's kind of a libertarian former governor of New Mexico, has not been invited, even though he is a formal candidate. And Michelle Bachman, who's very strange, 
hasn't officially announced, and she is going to be in a debate. So you right, might not right. even... It's very interesting. I mean, Michelle Bachman is so, it's so obvious that she's going to announce. She's, there's of no course. doubt about that. Do you think Sarah Palin's going to run? Uh, I don't think she will, because I think she knows that Michelle Bachman has so many of the same interests and so many of the same loyal voters, and now that Rick Santorum's gotten in, in that hard right-wing religious uh, junkies, they're going to... They, they got two other candidates. I think Sarah's doing just fine right where she is, just like Mike Huckabee. I know he says God told him don't run. I kind of think maybe the ratings and the money did, but who am I to speak for God? I'm always complaining when politicians I, I tried do to that. talk to God, but he was busy with the people of Japan. <laughs> do you see, when a history of radio is written, of course, the Stern Show is going to be a big piece of this, because unlike Rush Limbaugh, who just did Bob Grant and Joe Pine a lot better, uh, well, a little better. Joe Pine was not a bad interviewer at his best, if you remember him. But this is unique. What you did was far beyond what Don Imus ever did in, the, in his best days, which are long past. And uh, it, I think people don't understand how difficult it is three to four hours of live radio a day to be funny, to know when you have to be serious, and for you to manage all the parts. Yeah, well, I hope, you know, I think that the history books are probably going to um, dwell a little bit more on the FCC stuff, but I would hope that they would dwell more on exactly what you just said. Like, you know, as I always said, Howard's a phenomenal interviewer, and putting on four to five hours of comedy, you know, every day for over, you know, 30 years, I think that's really what should be remembered most. And I think that's a great credit, to Gary, to what you do and the kind of people that you hire. How many writers do you now have? You know, we, the show isn't set up that way. It's not like I have a staff of writers. You don't writers. have a staff uh, of writers. We have a couple. You know, everybody on the show, no matter what you're hired to do, you're expected to contribute in some way. Okay. So, you know, uh, I have a producer who does the pre-interviews, but he's also a really funny guy. So when it comes to uh, submitting ideas or questions or stuff like that, he's as much a part of it as anybody. And, you know, we're on a computer system, a thing called Lotus Notes, and we let everybody mm -hmm. on it. So if you come in and you're an intern, yep. your first day you could submit an idea, you could submit a joke, you could submit, you know, anything you want. I think that's one of the things that's most interesting about Howard, too. He's really got an idea like, he's like, why can't the cameraman have a funny idea? Are we going to dismiss him just because he's the cameraman? Exactly. So I, I love, I've always loved that thinking that everybody might have a chance to contribute at any time. Before we finish up, the charity that you work with, uh, the AIDS-related charity, just tell us a little bit about it, how people can get in touch with that. They can find Howard Stern on the Internet easily, but tell me just a little about the charity. Well, it's called LifeBeat, the music industry fights AIDS, and uh, their website is uh, lifebeat.org. Uh, but I got involved with them about a year or two after my brother died, and uh, I've been with them ever since. And the thing I like about them is that it, they're not looking for a cure. This is an organization that's trying to help people living with AIDS. Right. So uh, they have um, one aspect of it is, is that they have uh, musicians go to the hospitals every night and perform for people. And that's something that's very near and dear to my heart. It's called Hearts and Voices sure. because my brother was in the hospital for nine months. And I remember how tedious and how boring and how sad it would be to go there. And the idea that, you know, once a week he could go and see live music if that were, you know, available right. to him then, I just love that. And it's, we, basically, we, we go around the country educating people. We're on a lot of music tours. They distribute condoms. Yeah. Which always made us of a controversial course, group. But basically, you know, we're trying to educate kids out there right now and exactly. say, hey, you know, make smart choices. Exactly. Listen, Gary, thanks so much for doing the show. The book is really not only funny, but I mean, it, it really is a heck of an observation about growing up 
and about finding something you really love and that you're able to spend many decades of your life doing. So, Gary, thanks a lot. The book is They Call Me Baba Bowie. That does it for today. We'll talk again. This edition of Culture Shocks has been produced by Diane Robinson, engineered by Dwayne Davis, and the Genesis Communication Network technical staff. Visit us online at cultureshocks.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carding to a private bank having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Don't throw away leftovers. Instead, throw all your leftovers, vegetable peels, eggshells, coffee grounds, pizza crusts, and more into the Bokashi. If you love to garden and compost but don't like the hassle of turning a compost bin or the smell, then check out the EM Bokashi Food Waste Recycling System from Terraganics. Finally, a way to recycle all your food and plant waste safely and effectively and stop using fertilizers. The EM Bokashi Food Waste Recycling System. Rather than decomposition, the Bokashi System uses fermentation to break down waste, so it takes less time to create nutrient dense humus for crops or gardens with no turning and no obnoxious odors. To learn more and order your Bokashi online, visit Terraganics.com and click on the orange button. That's Terraganics.com, spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com, or call 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Recycle all your food wastes in about six weeks with the Bokashi Food Waste Recycling System from Terraganics.com. Terraganics, life's getting better. Listening to Beatles Arama. The Beatles story in words and music all day long. It's been four years since George Harrison's death. I'm Pat Matthews, and today on Beatles Arama, we pay tribute to the Quiet Beatle. Always in the shadows of John Lennon and Paul McCartney, George quietly went about his work to become one of rock's premier lead guitarists. Never flashy yet always innovative. George Harrison's contributions to the musical world, both with the Beatles and later in his solo years, will live on forever.
feel to be out on the road again as the Beatles? Uh, yes, I don't know. I've never really known what it's been like as the Beatles. <laughs> because, you see, that the Beatles is still something abstract as far as I'm concerned. You know, it's something that other people see us as the Beatles. And I try to see us as the Beatles, but I can't. At the beginning, didn't you feel like a Beatle? Uh, I suppose I did, yeah. In fact, I do sometimes, you see. When it's in the midst of all this and people are saying Beatles, this, Beatles, that, then, you know, I've got to accept the thing that they think I'm a Beatle. I'm willing to go along with it, you know, if they want me to be a Beatle, then I'll be one. White Album of 1968, George's composition, Savoy Truffle, a song about friend Eric Clapton's love of chocolate. George told E.C. that if he ate one more piece, his teeth would fall out. After George's death, Clapton would play a huge role in the benefit concert featuring dozens of his friends, including Beatle mate Paul McCartney. 
Here's Paul and Eric with something. Thank you all for coming. Thank you for Olivia and Danny for inviting us all. Sometimes if you go around to George's house after you'd had dinner, the ukuleles would come out. And uh, one time, not so long ago, we were playing, and I said, there's a song I do on the ukulele. And I played it for him, play it for you now. It's a tribute to our beautiful friend. Hey. Something in the way she moves Attracts me like no other lover Something in the way she woos me I don't want to leave her now Well, you know I've been leaving now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in a smile she knows I don't need no other lover Something in a style that shows me I don't want to leave her now Well, you know I believe her now Well, you're asking me
star band, Paul McCartney and Eric Clapton taking the lead on George Harrison's Something. When Beatles-Arama returns, George forms an all-star band of his own. In 1988, George Harrison teamed up with former ELO member Jeff Lynne to form a supergroup. Roy Orbison, Tom Petty, and Bob Dylan finished out the quintet. The first track they came up with was Handle With Care, originally earmarked as the flip side of George's When We Was Fab from the Jeff Lynne-produced Cloud Nine album. But record execs realized it was too good for that. So the Traveling Wilburys was born. Somebody to leave. 